Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, and our next guests up are a family unit, Stacia and Suzanne Boynton. Welcome to Radio Entrepreneurs. Thank, Thank you. you. You want to tell our listeners a little bit about your business and what it is that you do? Yeah. So we are located in Hummerock, Massachusetts. Um, our studio is called Transitions Training, and we provide a variety of services here. Um, I am a movement-based expressive arts um, trainer, and my mom is a Pilates and gyrotonic trainer. Um, would you like to share a little bit about what you're Sure. Um, I do. I have all the equipment, the stop-based equipment, stop Pilates, also the gyrotonic equipment. So the sessions that I offer are all private training. Um, and I pretty much gear them around people who are working out or trying to work out and feeling unsuccessful, trying to help them get into better movement patterns so they enjoy what they're doing more. Um, I also have a lot of patients or clients who were patients of someone else and who really never fully got better. They sort of went along their way as best they could. And so I work with them on my equipment to help them, again, create better movement patterns so they have more joy in life and feel better when they're doing fun stuff. So um, you, you raise an interesting point. How much of it is restorative, um, uh, uh, rehabilitative versus um you know, I'm, I'm something's off. Like how does somebody recognize that they need your services? I guess. For me in particular, yeah. usually it's a, a personal referral often okay. comes from a client or um, a friend who knows what my work um, and what I do is that's where I get most of my clients. Although I do get them, you know, through general informational stuff as we put ourselves out there a little more. Um, but really my whole practice was based on personal referrals from the classes I've taught or people I know. Um, because I'm not doing fitness. So I'm not doing, you know, you come and you work out and I push you to work harder. That's not really what my um, trainings are about. They're really about sensing what your body's feeling when you're trying to move and then asking it, is that comfortable? Is that safe? Is it painful? And if it doesn't feel good, why doesn't it? And how can we make it feel better in your body? Is that's really my primary focus. Um, so I work with a lot of people who are actually doing other classes. They're either going to the gym or they have their own personal workout program and they're just trying to enhance it. They're trying to get better. Um, and, but I also have several clients who have been through the rehab circuit over and over and over and over again, get better, get worse, get hurt, better, worse, hurt, um, to try to help them get out of that loop so they can actually finally get better. Um, and then Stacia can hear a little bit more about, um, how she works with them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm running kids, our kids individual sessions right now. Um, with the pandemic, I opened it to siblings as well, or within the family unit. Um, so my trainings are called are being promoted as movement braced, movement based expressive arts. Um, I got my master's in expressive arts therapy. And really, my hope is to get kids to move, create and connect. Um, so we have a pretty big space here. I have a little movement area, an art area, a mindfulness corner, um, and really just getting kids to help understand their identity and having a place to belong. Um, and it's been pretty cool with the pandemic. Um, we were a little nervous at first starting it out, but it's been a really nice space for kids to um, just kind of learn about what's going on and how they're handling it as a family unit and getting them to get out of their homes and have a little fun. Um, so it's been really nice so far. 
So I'd imagine in the midst of the pandemic, obviously, um, with the need for social distancing, this has been very individualized, one-on-one. -on -one. Is that your vision for um, both of you uh, to continue in largely one-on-one? -on -one? It, it sounds like, um, Suzanne, a lot of your stuff is focused on individual needs, um, but do you envision having the opportunity for larger group uh, sessions for either or both of you, or, or will it largely be a one-on-one -on -one type of endeavor? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, to be determined. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see myself continuing with individuals. Um, that's kind of my passion is working individually and with families. Um, but summertime, or we may add in some like classes or workshops. Um, we had a totally different vision pre-COVID. Um, so my mom can share a little more, but we're kind of still in the in-between phase. <laughs> so our... Um sort of ironically how life works. I, my studio was based in downtown Plymouth, right down um, by the waterfront area um, and decided to move because I wanted to expand and kind of bring all my equipment into one place because I was doing some home training in addition to my studio training um, and also had a lot of people interested in doing some classes. So we decided to move to Hummerock, set up the studio, bring all the equipment together, create the space and we were planning on doing an awesome retreat center here. That was our vision. Hmm. Um, and we had all kinds of really great training set up and we have Airbnb options upstairs that we were gonna bring trainers in from all over, be able to house people here. And that just did oh, not wow. well. <laughs> so, well, it, has, it, it hasn't panned out yet. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, hopefully that opportunity is down the road. Yeah. So we had actually in the fall started, which was very fun. We started doing a lot of um, community-based workshops. Stacia was doing expressive arts. Um, Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yes. <laughs> Before the COVID hit, um, we were bringing in other people to work doing the workshops with us, um, doing a lot of community-based stuff. And then COVID hit, obviously, we couldn't do that anymore. So we sort of reorganized. Um, and at that point, Stacia was not going to set up her private practice here until another year and we just decided to um, have her start doing the expressive art movement classes, um, doing the yoga-based training. Um, she's trained in Tai Chi. She's got her background in exercise physiology. Um, she's trained in Pilates. So, and also noticing um, that the kids were struggling and there was nowhere for the kids to go. And rather than, you know, wait till they got into a challenging place, it's like an opportunity to offer the kids different ways to work with some of the sensory based stuff that maybe would be helpful for them when they get back to school um, and just in life, some life skills that she could offer. So sort of in a reverse way, it was exciting for Stacia. She got to start a year earlier to mm -hmm. develop her, her part of the practice, um, but it did reroute us. So we weren't doing the community-based stuff. We're hoping when the world opens up and things get awesome, we're gonna bring some people in and have some fun. Uh, you know, it's, it's really interesting and it sounds as though, um, you know, station in, in particular what you're doing, um, you know, kids need that outlet and, and uh, you know, at least that interaction and to be, for lack of a better term, kids to be kids, you know, instead of sitting in front of a, you know, monitor all day or what have you. Um, so hopefully that aspect has at least, you know, gotten some parents to think about that. And I, I wonder in terms of overlap between the two um, distinct groups that you that you deal with, uh, Suzanne. As you said, you're you're more into towards adults. Uh, Stacey, you're working more with kids. Um, do you have instances of kids, parents bringing their kids in for a session and saying, "Huh, oh, it's really interesting. I, you know, I 
interested in finding out how I can move better um, or, you know, aspects of my workout or vice versa, you know, uh, parents coming in uh, to, to, to have treatment in adults and uh, a session with you, Suzanne, and saying, huh, interesting. I saw some kids here. What are you doing with the kids? That type of thing. So are you seeing a lot of synergy uh, in your clientele? Yeah, we have. Yeah. And that's our spaces. So the, the bottom floor is all open right now. So I'm on one side, she's on the other side. Um, so right now we're mostly seeing clients when the other person is not here. Um, but we do hope in the long term to kind of divide it more and have it be uh, there'd be more crossover between um, the two the two offerings. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, if I understood correctly, this is not your first foray into a family uh, enterprise. You've had a family uh, of business before, um, or you do have one uh, that you've been involved in. What are, uh, you know, we like at the at, uh, radio entrepreneurs talk about uh, families and, and family businesses. What are some of the lessons that you'd learned that you'd like to uh, share with others as uh, they might be thinking about working with uh, a parent or a sibling? Uh, you want any, any things that you've learned in, in this process along the way? Well, I would say for me having, so, you know, when we, my husband and I first graduated from college and he graduated from dental school, we took over uh, his father's dental practice so we got to learn a lot about, you know, the dynamics of coming into a family practice versus just, you know, a stranger. Um, so we had lots of years of experience of different things to going through that. So lots of awesome experiences. And then some things that are more difficult to, to sort of work your way through. So with that experience, I think that we learned a lot. And Stacia obviously grew up in a home where it was a family practice. Um, and then our older daughter now is in dental school. So she's going to be taking, you know, possibly involved with a family practice here. So it's kind of, kind of always been in the family, especially for my husband's family, because they've always had the dental practice there. Um, but with all that, we've got to learn a lot a bit about the dynamics for Stacia and I, as she's, I'm used to working on my, in my studio by myself with one client. Um, so it's a whole new thing to, to kind of Coordinate. create and you know have the space together <laughs> yeah. and figure out that so um yeah there's a lot of give and take and there's a lot of you know as a mother letting her do her thing you know and know. kind of stepping back and being like that's your space that's mine which parts are together um it's fun Fun. It's great. I mean, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, often that lesson is a hard one, but uh, given the, the history that you've had and, and the experience that you had and, and, and to see mother and daughter together and both smiling is often a good sign. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's not always like that, but uh, you must enjoy being together and, uh, uh, you know, kudos to you, mom, for uh, having your daughters want to come back and work alongside you. That's, uh, that's impressive. It's not, it's not what I into thought was going to happen, you know, going through. But it's kind of funny how life happens, and it's it's good. good. Absolutely. So uh, down here in, in Humrock. So for <laughs> anybody who wants to just come and just see the place, it's beautiful driving over the bridge, just like you're in another world when you get here. I was going to say, you said your Plymouth studio had water views. You must have water views or some sort of uh, you know not too distant water views. I would imagine in your current space as well. Yeah, we have a beautiful view of the river, the uh, the South River, out of my studio. We can see a little bit of the ocean here, but when the windows are open, you can smell and, and uh, hear the, the waves coming. We're a block away from the ocean. So we're safe, which is nice, <laughs> especially in the winter Northeasters. So we are a safe space to be in, um, but it's beautiful. You know, so a lot of my clients come um, or the moms come and drop the kids 
and you can just walk along the river, walk along the beach, walk along the, you know, the street. It's, it's, yeah, it's a great place to be. Fabulous. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you, find out more about your services and uh, how they can engage with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? That's a great question. Um, we have a website, um, email, and we do have an Instagram. Um, our website is actually um, www.creatingthespacellc.com. Um, because the building originally, the plan was originally the full building, we are still under that. Um, but it has all of our, everything about the, our programs, um, the studio, there's lots of pictures. Um, and we're pretty active on Instagram as well. Um, and Facebook. So you can kind of get a sense of what we're doing. Um, and Instagram and Facebook, they should look you under transitions training or? Uh, yep. Transitions training. Excellent. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on, learning more about your business, and uh, I wish you guys continued success and prospering as uh, as the world emerges and more and more people come to your to your studio and your space and and partake in your services. Great. Cool. Thank, Thank you, you for you. including us. Thank you. Excellent. Our guests this morning have been Stacia and Suzanne Boynton, uh, co-founders of Creating the Space and Transitions Training, and uh, it's been a pleasure having you on Radio Entrepreneurs. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll be right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.